Hi folks, Kieran here. Slightly different show this week. I was on the Helen Farmer show from Dubai Eye and uh, we were talking about body image and I thought it'd be wonderful to share the, uh, the conversation we had with our audience. You can find the whole interview on my YouTube channel, CMB Coach McBrain. Uh, we talked body image, we talked uh, the two chapters in the book, Fatima and Abraham, who both had severe body image issues, like many of us do. So um, yeah, so have a listen and uh, thanks so much for downloading and subscribing. Please spread the word as much as possible. As, as you know, this podcast is to help many people out there with their mental health. So thanks so much. Enjoy the listen. Take care. Healthy Habits on Afternoons with Helen Farmer. We're talking teens this hour and a study came out just last week that showed that two in three parents say their child is self-conscious about the way they look and many have noticed their child making negative comments about their appearance. So what can we do as parents? What can we be looking out for? How can we negate this? To find out more, joined now by Kieran McBreen, who's a teen and parent mindset coach and educator at the Swiss School and author and podcaster too. Now, we're going to be talking a little bit about the data around this and we're going to be hearing other people's stories as well, Kieran. But I'm curious to hear what your own body image was like as a teen and, and maybe even now, if you wouldn't mind sharing. Yeah, first of all, Helen, thanks for ha- having me and thanks for addressing this really important topic. It's a scary um, one, to be honest. As a parent, I find it a really scary one. Yeah, yeah. I, I grew up hating my body. Really? Literally hating my body, my slim frame. Um, I just hated it. You know, it's one of them situations where you want to be anything else but what you have. And um, and it stayed with me. It stayed with me throughout, throughout adulthood. Uh, I'm still not fully satisfied but now who is you know honestly i don't think anyone is and that's it you know so you kind of grow out of it Mm -hmm. and i I wish i could advise my 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 16 year old self to say look at kiran don't worry about it you know you can only control what you can control um there's only so much push-ups i can do in the bedroom to try and change my physique that excuse me inevitably Mm -hmm. doesn't um doesn't make that much of a difference because it's, it's your body. You know, I know, we can, but we can you train, 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 train. We can eat, 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 eat. But it's your body. It's, it's what we've been given. And we just have to work with that. It's so hard because, I mean, I'm 40 now. And, you know, when I think about what I was surrounded by as a teen, I would probably buy a magazine, maybe a couple of magazines a month. And um, you could see, you know, a bit of TV. I mean, I have to say Pamela Anderson didn't really help on a Saturday night. But... There was my friends that I would compare myself to and the odd kind of, you know, model in a magazine and a bit of TV, but it's nothing, nothing compared to what teens are up against now when we think about those constant comparisons. And not just not just comparisons in in media, but unrealistic false comparisons. And this is the key, it's false. You know, it's it's we've highlighted before, Helen, it's the Instagram versus reality. Mm-hmm, it's it's the, what we see. Every day we scroll, we like, we comment, whatever we do. But the reality is it's not real mm. because it's photoshopped. It's whatever it Posed. is, but it's not real. I know. But you know. And we know that as, you know, somewhat social media savvy adults. But I mean, I still compare myself. I thought losing 40, 45 kilos would make me happy and delighted with my body. And it has. I mean, I'm happier, but I'm not delighted. Um, and then you try to talk to a teenager about it who's 
brain is not fully developed. It's just not. And how can you then have these conversations about what is real, what is realistic, about what attitudes you should have and the love you should have for your for yourself and your body when there's just so much up against you. And, and it's so easily said now at our age, but we got to always bring ourselves back to when we were 16, mm -hmm. 14, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. We cannot tell a teenager how they should feel or should behave in a certain area that affected ourselves. You know, we have, it's one of them things that you have to ride it out. Mm -hmm. It's experience, it's, it's, it's growing up. It's growing up and it's accepting. So tell us then about the work that you've been doing, because I know you've t you actually dedicated a whole chapter to teens and body image in your book, Listen Up, which is about teenage life and challenges and opportunities. And what what were some of your findings through exploring that topic? Yeah, so so with mine, um, there was 48 countries involved in the, in the research. And, um, you know, I picked two students to, to do a one-to-one -one interview with on this topic. Um, body image was actually voted the third most most um, challenge of, of, of the, the group of students involved in the research. You know, I want to know what's one and two. Yeah. <laughs> Can you guess? School. Academic pressure. Yeah. Academic pressure, number one, and anxiety, number two. Interesting. Now, the anxiety one, obviously, body image would come into that as well. But body image was, was um, identified as up there with number three. And um, there's two contrasting stories. One was Abraham. And Abraham was slim. Because he was slim, he was called skinny. Mm. He was academic, you know, so he wasn't involved in sports. And PE was a hard time for Abraham. Um, one particular scene where he had to play rugby and, he, you know, the shorts wouldn't fit him and the boys in the change room were laughing at him. And, you know, this is a really detrimental effect on his long lasting mental health. Um, the, ver the sad thing about Abraham's story, Helen, was his, his own family, his aunts, Hey boy, skinny would mm -hmm. be called, you know, skinny this, skinny that. Mm -hmm. And it, it used to break his heart. He couldn't understand why, 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 why are they calling him skinny? It's not nice. It's simply not nice, you know. And um, if, if I can bring it to me for a second, I'm actually passionate about this word too, because it's not a nice word, you know. And you might call somebody skinny, but you don't call somebody fat. So people why is do, it? People do. Oh, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> why is it okay to call somebody skinny and not fat? You yeah, know. Well, I think, and I think it's it, it's often what triggers an individual. Yeah, I'm sure some people would love to be called skinny. I'm sure some people would love to say you've been you've you know you've had weight put on. But yeah. so much of that is what you grow up with, what your what parents are putting onto you. That's it. And I know. think that's what kind of scares me as a parent is like, how can I raise? Maybe not like I'm so body positive, I want to shout through the rooftops, but I want kids who are healthy and happy and secure and capable and just in the world and OK with it, you yeah. know, and I think that's a really, really big challenge because as parents, we are up against so much to try and get there. Absolutely. And, and, and you know, so so Abram himself had a difficulty, and I do, with the term skinniness. Mm. Now, the other story, Helen, was Fatima who was on the, the larger side of things. And um, because she was, she was large for her age, the girls in the changing room in, you know, would be giving her a hard time. Mm -hmm. She was developed more than other girls her age. Mm -hmm. um, and she was good at sport. She was up against the boys and she was being successful in sport. But because she wasn't fitting in mm -hmm. to the stereotypical... Like kind of that feminine... Absolutely. Yeah. Then she was giving a hard time and she was called lots of nasty names to unfortunately led to a suicide attempt, mm -hmm. you know? So it was a very, it's a very deep and heartbreaking story, you know? 
this is a fantastic book for any not just teens but also parents of teens and parents of, of young children who are anticipating this chapter in their lives um, chapters looking at different topics um, so do no. check out some there are of course initiatives that support people fostering a healthy body image the you know, body positivity body neutrality movement more prominent than ever um, and lots of celebrities are speaking out about about it but kids are still struggling and this week the University of Michigan's CS Mott Children's Hospital published a national poll on children's health that highlighted the severity of body image issues amongst children and teens. They surveyed nationally in the US a sample of parents of at least one child aged between 8 and 18 and nearly two-thirds of parents said their child is self-conscious about some aspect of their appearance with skin concerns like acne, weight and hair being the top issues reported. Joining us in the studio this afternoon to explore this a little bit more is Kiron McBreen. He is a teacher, a parent and mindset coach and an educator at the Swiss School. And Kiron, we've, it's an interesting time, last 24 hours, because we've just had news there that um, masks are no longer compulsory in schools. And I mean, I for one am delighted and I know you personally are, but I wondered if you've picked up on any anxiety or reluctance from children teens to remove the mask related to, to body image? Yeah, Helen, I'm a massive believer of opening up conversation. And this morning, the first thing I said to the students was, how are you feeling about this? You know, and it's something maybe parents need to ask their, their children because it's not a happy time for everybody. You know, I had a student last year, Helen, who wouldn't swim. And I finally got to the bottom of it. And the reason was that she wouldn't take off her mask. She was afraid. She was afraid to take off her mask. Similar conversations were coming up this morning with my students. There's an element of comfort with the mask on, a protection element. The mask is literally a mask. It's a barrier. It's a barrier. And, um, and taking it off now is a big deal for many. And the wonderful thing is, I kept saying this morning, you know, this is a choice. Mm -hmm. There's no pressure on anybody to do anything. We've all got a choice. And I hope there isn't. I hope it's not going to become a point of you know, difference or belittling or bullying for someone to make that choice, whether that's an adult or, or a child in any in any environment across, you know, across the UAE. And I hope, you know, parents and teachers are going to support their children. In, Absolutely. In, in, and also, if it is a point of anxiety to understand the underlying cause of that, yeah, that might uh, be manifesting in a behaviour of choosing to wear a mask for not COVID-related reasons. This is it. You know, if I think when I was a teenager, you know, I used to get the, this acne down on my, my, my side of my face and... I would have loved to wear a mask to cover it up, <laughs> do you know. But I know students and adults as well who, who got, you know, dental work done because their, their, their face has been covered. Mm -hmm. You know, lots of braces in schools because it, it's, it's, it's a good time to get it. Absolutely. Now that's been exposed. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's a very daunting time. So it's important that we're supportive tomorrow. Well, which leads me to ask, you know, what, if anything, is being done in school to address body image issues you know the numbers there are really scary to be honest about how how children young people are feeling about their bodies how is this being woven into curriculum or conversations and i mean i think the fact that you had that this morning is fantastic yeah. but is there anything official or not well, really no, nothing official but you know as, as teachers you know we've got some amazing teachers amazing teachers the education system here is fantastic and um, and teachers are so relatable to teenagers compared to when we were at school and the generation before. You know, mm -hmm. lots of deep conversations take place, and that's where learning really takes place. Um, educating the child is is the key. You know, for us in physical and health education, the key is is to educate about the body, about training matters. I loved the pro program we deliver in the health and fitness unit, where. The, the end task is to teach the students how they can create a training program at home in their bedroom. So no resources, 
you know, no cost involved. So if, if this this is the end result. This is you know, so you, this is what you you can do yourself. This is what you can take control of. You know, so educating for me is the massive thing and bringing conversations alive. And and I what I love is I love saying to students, I had in my body, mm-hmm. you know, or if I see a student with braces, oh I had braces, you know, just giving that little you know uh, I have to do a walk every morning when I drop my child off into primary. And I, I make it my business to see at least four students that I compliment on the way to my office. And if that works, great. And if everybody's doing that, and even if we're doing it to adults, we're making the place a better place. And I think there's a lot to be said for complimenting and bolstering away from appearance, away, you know, away from, you know, oh my goodness. I mean, it's also a very, a very tricky line to tread um, when, uh, when talking about appearance. But I think for me, it's that... You know, talking about talking to your kids about social media, focusing less on their outward appearance, even if it is a even if it is positive feedback. You know, talking about you know things that they're doing great. You know, and if they are struggling with that sense of body image, you know, sometimes it is a phase, and sometimes it's it's more, much more critical. But to know that that door is open for conversation as a teacher and as a parent, um, we've got lots of questions on this, Kieran. We have run out of time. We are going to be catching up um, next with Florent Gillet. But if anyone does want to contact you about the coaching and getting hold of your book as well, can you offer us some tips? Yes, there? Ple- please reach out to me on Instagram, CMB Coach McBreen, and uh, my book is available on all top bookstores and on Amazon and directly from me. <laughs> <laughs> and for anyone who is struggling now themselves if any teens are listening today and they're thinking oh, I can't even begin to imagine what it'd be like when I'm a grown-up and you know I can't wait for this all this to be behind me what would you say firstly I would say you know tell your parents how you're feeling you know because they can give you advice from experience there's nothing as good as hindsight mm-hmm. you know so please don't suffer alone would be the, the number one thing I would say and to come back to that comparison piece <laughs> Stop comparing yourself. And we've said this before. You've got the power to curate your social media. You can surround yourself by people that inspire you and lift you up and make you feel great. And it could be recipe inspiration. It could be sports people you admire. You don't need to follow people that make you feel rubbish. Absolutely. And I would absolutely recommend following Kieran McBreen because he will not do that. And great one for parents and teens like. Thank you so much, sir. Really do appreciate it. And if you do want details of the book, 4001. Up next, we are going to be continuing this conversation around body image with Florence Gillet from Beyond Body Image. She's a certified eating psychology coach, all about body acceptance and raising body confident kids. So any questions for her, please do get in touch. We've got a number to be addressing after the headlines. Your ARN News with Etihad Airways.